Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. Today's topic, Are Your Kids Protected Online? A review of Kaspersky Safe Kids. Do you trust your kids to responsibly use a phone, tablet, or computer 24-7, totally unsupervised? Do you trust them to responsibly use the internet with zero restrictions? If you're like most parents I talk to, you answered no to one or both of these questions. Did you? If you did, that means that you're interested in parental controls and internet filtering. Kaspersky Safe Kids is parental control software from the recognized name Kaspersky of Kaspersky antivirus fame. In this review, I'll tell you how Kaspersky Safe Kids can help you protect your kids online. The threats. When kids have their own devices, especially those with internet access, there's a good chance that they'll try to use them in ways that are against your wishes or are outright dangerous. Here are just a few of the challenges you face. One, your kids may visit websites that contain malware, which could harm their device or even other connected devices. Two, your kids may access illegal content, such as pirated music and movies, and illegal forms of porn. Three, your kids may communicate with people who mean them harm, such as cyberbullies and internet predators. Four, your kids may use apps that you don't approve of. Five, your kids may view websites, images, videos, and other content you don't approve of, such as porn. Six, your kids may send and receive messages you don't approve of, such as sexual or hateful messages. Seven, your kids may spend more time using their devices than you want them to. Eight, your kids may use their devices without your supervision, whether at home or away from it. And nine, the parental controls built into devices and apps may not limit your kids as much as you would like. For these reasons, you should consider parental control software such as Kaspersky Safe Kids. How to protect your kids. Kaspersky Safe Kids does not try to hide itself from your kids. It shows its icon as well as notifications about the settings that you've set. This reminds your kids of your rules and that you have the ability to monitor their activity. It also makes it easier for you to communicate with your kids about your expectations. There is a free version of Kaspersky Safe Kids, but some of the features that I'll cover are only in the premium version. Later, I'll explain what's missing from the free version and the pricing for the premium version. Now, a few questions and answers about the software. One, what devices does Kaspersky Safe Kids work with? It works on Windows, Android, and Mac. On an iPhone and iPad, its functionality is limited. That's common for parental control software because of Apple's restrictions. On iPhone and iPad, the software can only control browsing that's done through the Kaspersky Safe Kids app. It can block apps only if your child is below the age which is set for the app in the App Store. Two, what apps can it monitor or control? It shows you all of the apps that are installed on your kid's mobile device and all the applications that are installed on their computer. You can choose to block apps based on their age ratings so that your child is forbidden from opening apps that are rated for ages older than your child's age. You can also manually control applications. For each of them, you can choose one of the following. Allowed, which means that your child may use the application as much as they want, as long as the device itself isn't restricted. And then there's restricted, which means the child may use the application within the daily time limits that you set. For example, your child may use the app for 30 minutes per day, Monday through Friday. And then finally, there's forbidden, which means the child may never use the application. The applications are put into categories, of which there are 17. And you can set each category to allowed or forbidden. And I have screenshots of a lot of the things that I'm talking about uh, in the blog post that goes in with this episode at defendingdigital.com. Now, this functionality is limited on iPhones and iPads, where Kaspersky Safe Kids can only block based on age rating. So you need to use iOS's screen time for greater functionality. The software notifies you when a new application is detected so that you can quickly choose how your child can use it. 
I recommend that you pay special attention to apps related to social media, messaging, and dating. It's important to note that when your kid installs an app, it may be allowed until you forbid it, depending on your settings. So I recommend that you use the parental controls built into Android and iOS to prevent your child from installing apps. If you choose to allow your kid to install apps, you'll want to keep an eye on new app installations so that you can block any that you don't approve of. Three, will the software work outside my home network? Yes, it runs in the background, enforcing your settings, regardless of the network that's in use, uh, whether your kids are on your own home Wi-Fi or someone else's Wi-Fi or using cellular data. However, there is a weakness in browser enforcement, which I will get to in question nine, and that does apply regardless of the network. Question four, how granularly can you filter content? The software filters based on the web address or URL. It does not actively scan the content of web pages. If an allowed web page loads content from a disallowed website or a disallowed domain, then that portion of the page may be blocked, but in my testing, this did not work consistently. For example, if the internet communication category, which contains social media, was blocked, I was blocked from viewing twitter.com, but I could view tweets that are embedded on a website about web design. However, in a different test, uh, there were embedded YouTube videos that were blocked while the rest of a web page loaded. There's a safe search feature which forces safe search on Google, Bing, and Yahoo. Safe search is a feature of search engines that filters out adult content, though it certainly does not catch 100%. In addition to what the search engines do, Kaspersky Safe Kids also blocks search results in the following categories adult content, alcohol, tobacco, narcotics, profanity, obscenity, extremism, racism. The Safe YouTube feature blocks YouTube search results in the following categories adult content, alcohol, tobacco, and narcotics, profanity and obscenity, and extremism and racism. Question five, what website categories can the software filter? The software can filter 14 categories of websites, and each website can appear in more than one category. For each category, you can choose one of the following. Allowed, which means the child may access the website, uh, any websites in that category. Warning, and in that case, the child is shown a message recommending that they not view the website, but they are allowed to access it, and you'll be notified if they do. Uh, the other option is forbidden, which means the child is blocked from the websites in that category. Now, these are automatically set based on the age of your child, but you can change them. For each category, you can view a brief description of the category, uh, as well as a link to a longer description. And for many of the categories, you can view advice from psychologist Christopher M. Bogart, PhD. You can manually create an exclusion for any website and set it to allowed, warning, or forbidden, regardless of the setting that you choose for the website's categories. There's a setting to block all websites apart from exclusions. If you check that box, your child will only be able to access websites for which you manually create allowed extensions uh, or allowed exclusions. This may work well for young children who can be limited to a few websites, but it would be difficult to manage for older kids. When a site is blocked, Kaspersky Safe Kids shows a page that explains why. If your kid wants to, they can send you a message to request access, and you can choose to allow or deny that. Six, how will I monitor my kid's activity? You can log into your My Kaspersky account from any web browser on any device, or use the Kaspersky Safe Kids mobile app to view activity. You can get real-time alerts via push notification, SMS or text message, or email if your kids try to access sites and apps that you've blocked or leave an area that you've set in location tracking. Seven, 
does the software use a whitelist or a blacklist? So what do I mean by that? Uh, a whitelist is a list of approved items. So a system that uses a whitelist blocks all the items that are not on the whitelist. Uh, the opposite is a blacklist, which is a list of disapproved items. Uh, that kind of system allows all items that are not on the blacklist. And you can find definitions like this in the glossary at defendingdigital.com. So Kaspersky SafeKids uses a blacklist approach for websites and apps. Uh, now, as I mentioned a minute ago, there is a setting to block all websites apart from exclusions. Uh, again, if you check that box, your child can only access websites for which you manually create exclusions that allow it. Um, it's going to be difficult to enforce that. For older kids, they're going to want to view a wider range of sites than younger kids, but you could probably use it for younger kids. Eight. Does the software control screen time? And if so, how specifically? Yes, it does. Uh, each device can be set to statistics only, which simply tracks time. Uh, or the other option is time limit, which allows you to control the screen time. Uh, if you pick that one, time limit, you have the following options. Warn by daily usage, hours per day. Block by daily usage, hours per day. Warn by schedule, from blank till blank and block by schedule, from blank till blank. Uh, so the warn ones mean that the child is warned but allowed to continue using the device. If your kid continues after a warning, you're notified. Uh, the block options prevent the child from using the device after the limit that you've set. And then the ones that have uh, daily usage, uh, those options let you set the amount of time in 15 minute increments that the device can be used each day of the week. For example, you could set 30 minutes on Monday through Friday and one hour on Saturday and Sunday. And then the buy schedule options let you choose the time frames during which the device can be used on each day of the week. For example, from 3.30 to 5 p.m. on Monday through Friday and 1 to 8 p.m. on Saturdays. If your child's on a computer, then a few minutes before the daily time limit is reached, the software will notify your child. They can click request more time and then you can see the request in the app on your mobile device uh, or in the web portal and then you can allow or decline and your child will see your choice. You can also set apps that are available even when the device is blocked because of hitting a time limit on the device. Uh, you choose the settings for each device so be aware that if your kid runs out of time on one device they may try to use a different device. Nine, what browsers does it work with? This is unfortunately a weak area for the software, uh, though it is hard for parental control software to work with all browsers. Uh, the ones that it works with are on Android, Chrome, and Kaspersky's own Safe Browser. On iPhone and iPad, uh, it's only the Kaspersky Safe Browser. On Windows, it's Edge, Internet Explorer, Chrome, and Firefox. And on Mac, it's Safari, Chrome, and Firefox. You don't want your kids to be tempted to use a different browser, so you should use the supported browsers and then use the parental controls built into the device to restrict access to other browsers and to prevent their installation. You can use the parental controls built into Android and iOS to prevent your child from installing apps. I recommend that you uninstall any browsers other than those that are supported. Uh, to prevent your child from installing other browsers, have them use a non-administrator account on Windows and Mac. 10. Can the software filter HTTPS traffic? Yes, as long as your child uses a supported browser, which are the ones that I just covered. HTTPS creates a secure encrypted connection between a web browser and a website to protect transmitted data from eavesdroppers. 
you've seen web browsers show web addresses starting with HTTPS colon slash slash slash, uh, and maybe they also show a padlock symbol. Many sites encrypt their traffic with HTTPS, so it is important that you be able to monitor and filter your child's HTTPS traffic. 11. Can the software track my kid's location? Yes, it can track Android and iOS devices and show their location on a map. It also lets you set allowed areas and a time interval for each. If the child's device leaves the allowed area during the specified time interval, you are notified. However, the allowed areas can't be extremely small. They're about 0.4 miles. Also, the software does not keep a history of your child's location. It just shows their current location. Although, you could look back at your notifications to see the times that your child left an allowed area. 12. How can I manage the settings of the software? There are two ways. First is the Kaspersky Safe Kids app on your device, which could be Android, iPhone, or iPad. And then the second is the web portal, which you can log into from any web browser on any device. The web portal is nicely designed with a clean and usable interface. Your settings are visible to your kids, whether they're on a mobile device, a Windows PC, or Mac. Uh, a few example settings are safe search is turned on, browsing history is recorded, some websites are blocked, history of application use is recorded. And then in the some websites are blocked line, your child can click a link and see the categories that you have forbidden from them from viewing. 13. How frequently is the software updated? Uh, looking at the release notes for the Windows and Mac versions of the software, uh, as well as the version history for the Android and Apple apps, I can see that the software is being actively developed. Uh, I don't know how often the database that's used for internet filtering is being updated. 14. How easily can my kids get around the software? Kaspersky Safe Kids is designed to prevent kids from disabling it or getting around it. To change the settings or pause the software or uninstall it requires logging in with a My Kaspersky username and password. So make sure that you keep that login info away from your kids, as if I need to tell you. To ensure that web browsing is filtered, as I mentioned earlier, uh, use only the browsers that Kaspersky Safe Kids supports and uninstall or prevent the use of others. To prevent your child from installing other browsers, have them use a non-administrator user account on Windows and Mac. Also, as I mentioned earlier, when your kid installs an app, it may be allowed until you forbid it, depending on your settings. So I recommend using the parental control software built into Android and iOS uh, to prevent your kids from installing apps. If you do choose to allow them to install apps, make sure that you keep an eye on those new app installations so that you can block any that you don't approve of. 15. How many devices or accounts does the software cover? One nice thing about it is that there's no limit to the number of PCs, phones, or tablets you can add to your account. There's also no limit to the number of children you can add. This makes the software especially appealing to families who have several devices and or children. 16. What else do I need to know about Kaspersky Safe Kids? So a few other miscellaneous things. Throughout the parental web portal, which is where you configure settings and view reports, there's advice from a psychologist with 25 years of experience working with children, adolescents, and adults, uh, Christopher M. Bogart, PhD. There's also a battery tracker in the software, which tells you when your kid's device has a low battery, so you can remind them to charge. Uh, customer support is offered via live chat, uh, contact form, and social media. The Kaspersky Safe Kids software was tested by the independent test lab AVTest in November 2018 and was one of two parental control options to receive the approved parental control certifications for Android, iOS, and Windows. The other was Norton Family, which I previously reviewed. Um, you can find that at DefendingDigital.com. And Kaspersky Safe Kids also received the 2019 AV Comparatives Approved Parental Control Award.
17. What does the software cost? Well, there is a free version of the software as well as a premium version, which includes all the features for $15 a year. That's a really low price, especially for the number of features that you get with unlimited devices and unlimited children. The free version only includes the following, online content filter, and the way they describe that is protect your kids from inappropriate websites and content, the apps usage control, and they describe that as manage app use by time, time used, age restrictions, or category, and screen time management, which they describe as manage the amount of time your kids spend on their devices. The paid premium version includes all of those, as well as the GPS child locator, described as see where your kids go on a map and set a safe area for them to stay in. The battery tracker, described as get notified when your kids are low on battery so you don't lose touch. Social network monitoring, described as track your kids' public Facebook activity via my Kaspersky. And real-time alerts, described as get alerts if kids try to access bad sites and apps or leave a safe area and more. These premium features are most valuable if your child uses a mobile device. If you're looking for comprehensive internet security, including anti-malware, uh, consider Kaspersky Total Security, which includes Kaspersky Safe Kids. And you can find that at defendingdigital.com go slash Kaspersky. So who is Kaspersky Safe Kids best for? It's really a good choice if your kids use Windows PCs and Android phones and tablets. If you also have one or more iPhones or iPads, it can still be a good choice, even though it can't control apps on those devices. If you have all Apple devices rather than Android, I suggest choosing software that can control Apple apps. Note that it is difficult to find print control software that isn't limited on Apple devices because of how Apple has things restricted. Because of the low price, only $15 a year, it's a good choice for anyone who's budget conscious, yet wants the power of paid parental control and internet filtering software. What should you do? 1. Define what you want in parental control and internet filtering software. Start with what you've learned in this review. 2. Decide if Kaspersky Safe Kids will work for you and your kids. And you can learn more about it in the blog post that goes on this episode at DefendingDigital.com. Or if you want to go directly to check out Kaspersky Safe Kids, uh, you can do that at DefendingDigital.com slash go slash Kaspersky dash safe dash kids. And Kaspersky is spelled K-A-S-P-E-R-S-K-Y. Three, if you choose Kaspersky Safe Kids, install it and configure it. As you do, consider my advice throughout this episode. Four. Talk to your kids about the settings that you configure. Talk when you first set it up, as well as regularly after that. Technology is no substitute for parenting. Finally, five, regularly evaluate how well the software is working for your family. Adjust the software and your settings as necessary. Again, if you want to check out Kaspersky Safe Kids, the parental control software, uh, you can find that at defendingdigital.com go slash Kaspersky safe kids. Uh, you can also learn more about personal cybersecurity and online privacy, as well as digital parenting topics, uh, protecting your kids online at defendingdigital.com. Now, if you are enjoying this episode uh, or if you're enjoying any other episodes in the podcast, I'd love it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and review in whatever app or site that you're using to listen to the podcast. Uh, also appreciate if you would recommend it to a friend who's also interested in protecting their kids online, uh, internet safety, internet security. Um, please spread the word. Thanks.